Hi, welcome back. The sisters are in. Hopefully you've listened to the first uh, the first podcast that introduced us to you, or maybe not, and we'll just be a mystery. So welcome to the kitchen table. We're very excited because we have a topic. Today, we're talking about change. Change is very hard. Change is very difficult. I Change is happening all the time, especially now. So that's why we want to get this conversation going. Well, we're in it, so we figured why not. So the first thing, um, Kathy, you got to mix up your tarot cards because oh, we're going to card. We're going to do. We're going to pull one card and think about the theme of change. And since we're in this uh, path of change right now, because we have decided to take our free advice for a dollar project to the next level with the sisters are in, we are actually in the midst of making change. And even if it's just for us to uh, change our trajectory. <laughs> Um, from our normal everyday, setting up the studio, talking about what we want to talk about, figuring out how to work together, mm. right? Yes. Change happens all the time, making changes. Um, how The question is, how do we deal with change? What is considered a change? And did I already say how we deal with change? That was on the list. Was that on the list? I don't Did know, I say Fuzzy that? Bear. I have no idea. Okay, so I'm going to use uh, the Tarot deck. Um, I use a Rider weight, And just for terminology, when I say change, I, I mean transition. I don't mean dying. Because sometimes I use the word well, transition. Trans is also about from change. one sex to another. Right. Gender. And that's what... So I when I say transition, I don't mean that. I just mean change. Because when you transition, when you make a change, your whole body changes. Your mind changes, your body changes, your environment changes. And so I just like to use that word. Mm -hmm. I just like to talk about my vocabulary. Okay. So this is what popped out. Ooh. Oh, look at that. So you can't see it, but it's the it's three perfect. of cups. It's the nice three of cups. It's the celebratory women in robes um, harvest at their feet, uh, holding up three very... Uh, beautiful golden chalices and you can talk about this card okay so the whenever I look at a tarot card there's two types of there's basically two types of readers one is a cold reader a cold reader doesn't really tap into anything but can really read a card exactly what it means they look at the numbers the colors the placement and that is a special skill when I read cards I don't read from the book I read from uh, my intuition so when I intuitively look at this this has to touch with some people is that if you're making a change it's really okay to lean on the people around you and when you're thinking about making a change uh, it's you have to know the character of who you are are you somebody who doesn't like to be impulsive are you in too impulsive and do you uh, follow through on change do you change your mind all the time it's important to Look at the people around you that you trust and try to get their feedback. So when I see this card, I say, you know what? Make the change happen. Don't rush into it. Write down exactly what you want in your life. What are you looking to do? Create those goals. Make a list and be proactive that way. Don't be so impulsive. Now, I have a question for you. Okay. Which is you're talking about people around you mm -hmm. and how you should rely on people around you. Mm -hmm. But... Don't you find that a lot of people seem to um, rely too much on the people around them and the people around them don't necessarily have their best interests uh, in mind? Like other people really can drag you down. I find that sometimes if you change for the better, you end up with people in your wake who, um, you know, misery loves company, right? But it you could... If you are making change for the better and you're leaving people in the wake, those are people around you. Have you have bubble voice. <laughs> you have bubble voice. She did it. <laughs> cut, cut, cut. <laughs> yeah, let me kick you in the neck. It'll <laughs> pop out. Um, I lost your thought. Oh, no. Yeah. So, um, you know, you're on the path to change. You say, you know, rely or have the people around you. I I tend to be a little bit more, maybe because I've been burnt. Um, I actually lost friends when I was in a happy relationship. Do you know uh, what I'm saying? Yes, I do. Wh so right. how do you, how do you recognize the right people 
to surround yourself with during transition? That is a great question, Donna. Um, how I would answer this is in two ways. The first, the first way to answer it is this. Uh, Dr. Brooks is a, is a famous psychologist who works with children. And one of the things that I heard him say once, it takes one charismatic adult to change your life, just one person. Mm -hmm. So if you can just think of one person who brings you closer to happiness, who is again, non-judgmental, supportive or good reflector, um, that's the person you go to. So wait, what's that checklist? They're a good reflector. What does that mean? Uh, it means that to, to me, it means a good sounding board. Somebody who's a good listener. Mm. Somebody who's able to listen and not put... I, the one thing I cannot stand, I'm sorry, I'm just putting this out there, mm -hmm. is that when you're trying to talk about something you're doing and then it becomes about them. Mm -hmm. You know those people? Yeah, you know, I, absolutely. I try really hard not to do that. It's really hard. It's but hard not to do it's that. It's a good skill if you can do it. Yeah. If you not make it about yourself, yeah. you know, I have to be conscious about that, especially counseling. I like to share my stories, but not make it about me right. and time myself. Um, so back to other people is think about who's bringing you closer to your divine path. Who's taking it away? Write a list of all the people that you know that are in your life. All those people that I said, listen, try to find the people that you surround, people who support you. And then name that person so there's four people in the room right now there's donna there's henry and there's sophie i write them all on a list i say does donna bring me closer to my divine path or does she take it away you better answer that i'm gonna skip it then there's henry <laughs> <laughs> and then there's henry does he bring me closer to my divine path or take it away he brings me closer i check it off sophie closer or take it away check mark she brings me closer. well doesn't that sound just so simple and easy kathy and what happens when you don't have a check mark and i text you and i call you you're just gonna what ghost me like what's your plan <laughs> i i think that when you're in self-reflective mode that's on your own timing you have to decide what you want in your life you know that's not something i you know anybody can solve but you have to really take a moment and decide is this change really going to be good for you do you really need this change put yourself it's okay to be the one thing dad always said, we love dad, and I'm gonna, I mention a lot of his quotes all the time, is he always said, you've got to take care of you first before you can take care of others. Mm -hmm. If you're somebody who takes care of other people and you neglect yourself, you're only giving them the nasty energy. Yeah. And I quote. Yeah, it's true. So now we're talking about, I'm talking about people who are listening. If you're going to make change for your own personal growth, Hooray, hip, hip, hooray to you because it's it's so that you can help. Other, if that's your goal, you don't have to. But when you help yourself, you can help others. When you love yourself, you can love others better. And it's better to be alone for the right reasons than be with somebody for the wrong ones. So focus on you. Find that one charismatic adult. Are we drinking on the job? I don't know. I hear <laughs> Sophie's just, hiccuping, hiccuping, <laughs> hiccuping. That's <laughs> okay. So... To get back to who's around you and making those decisions, it's all on your timing. If you're not ready to do that, then don't change. You're not going to change. But if you're if you're ready to make the change, really simplify it, and then get to that point. If you have a friend who takes it away from you all the time, then really think about how you're going to confront that person. If you can't make, you're going to do it your own way. I can't tell you how to do it. Now you're making more change on top of change. That's how you make change happen. On the next podcast, the sisters will be telling psychic stories. Got a question? Reach out to our Facebook page or send an email to the sisters are in at gmail.com. I want to touch on what you said about it only taking one charismatic person. Okay. Um, who, who in your life would you consider a charismatic person that has inspired you to live for the better, make necessary changes? That's a really interesting personal question because I have to say that without sounding kooky for people who don't know me, I am a spiritist, as uh, we talked about in the introduction. I just, um, my first charismatic person was a spirit that helped me get to where 
I wanted to be. Um, the people around me, I had so many, so many amazing people. Our family was so chaotic. There was just so many things going on that um, what inspired me to change uh, would be uh, when I was introduced to my guide, which was a vibration that led me to have my children. And I want to say in different stages of my life, I had a charismatic adult. It wasn't one continuous person. Growing up as a child, you were mine. You know, I was a little kid and, you know, mom had her issues, mm -hmm. which we don't have to put out <laughs> in mm -hmm. the air. And dad and we had other issues. And you, you took me everywhere. You took care of me. You were you were amazing how influential you were in being um, to experience amazing things, going to clubs at 13. Mm -hmm. Yes, we did. I had mm -hmm. your passport and we had a great time mm -hmm. and how the people that you took in affected me. They were kind, they were supportive and protective. So I really think that you growing up were my first charismatic adult. Then you grew up and you left the house, which is something you had to do. And then that's when I met my guide because I didn't have, I was on my own to do a lot of <laughs> things. Sounds like you had an imaginary friend. I did. His name lonely. was Chico. And you made up this imaginary <laughs> friend. And he was so good. <laughs> Can I tell you a story about an imaginary friend? Yes, let me. Yes, go ahead. Okay. Tell me about it. It, it, it speaks to the spirit. Okay. So um, when I was a little kid. Mm -hmm. Um, well, actually, I'm, uh, I don't want to tell the story out of, out of, uh, order. Okay. So when, um, I was at the beginning of my spiritual path, yeah. right? We did a guided meditation where mm -hmm. you were supposed to meet your guides, yes. right? <laughs> and I was in this class and this was part of like why Donna doesn't really play well with others is that I was so not into the hippy dippy new age, right. um, love that <laughs> vibration i was so not into it um but on a an intellectual level i wanted to connect and i was understanding uh connecting with energy stuff like that anyway had my guided meditation right i was like and you're going to meet somebody <laughs> who's going to give you and Just like that voice and we it was like that and we sat in a semicircle i happened to be all the way over on the left because i think i'm programmed from having v as a last name that i'm always <laughs> in the back of the classroom on the left and so now when i go to places i always end up sitting in that same spot and i was the last person and like the first person was like this guy in his, uh, you know, overly baggy beige is pants. Is this your? Is this in, a, in your? Hold on, in in the guided meditation okay. class. And he said, "I saw Jesus, and and he gave me fire." And I was like, "Jesus, what?" Like, I I obviously did it wrong, right? And then the next person was like, "I saw like a pharaoh, and they <laughs> gifted me golden sand." And I was like, "What?" I what? Like mine was so uh, fragmented and it was uh, basically, it wasn't really a vision. All these people act, they said they had all these great visions, you know, like everybody mm -hmm. who says they're reincarnated, yeah. everybody's fucking Cleopatra. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you, you're not fucking Cleopatra. So unless like, you were, unless you were, <laughs> there had what to be you're one person. <laughs> There's that one person. That's, a, that's it. There's a one person. I don't know. I think, you know, does she really have to come back to, to, to by now? She does. By now, don't you, you think she would have lost, learned her karmic lessons? Anyhow, so they get to <laughs> me, and the woman who was running the um, class said, "So Donna, who was your spirit guide?" I was like, "Well, it it looked like a really big Indian, like a Native American man, and I couldn't see his face. And when he sat next to me, he looked like my like an adult size." But when he stood up, he was gigantic. I couldn't, like, I could hug his knees. Like, he was gigantic. And she was like, huh. And everybody else looked at me, and there was one woman who was like, oh, you tried, though. Like, she had that, <laughs> oh. And then uh, Christine, the teacher, said, and did he give you a gift? I was like, no. He just, <laughs> he, just was, he was sitting next to me. And then he would stand up and I would try to hug him and I, I couldn't, I don't know, right? <laughs> I just gave up. And everybody left the class and Christine said, you know what, Donna? I think yours was the most, most authentic experience. 
because you didn't allow your imagination. That's right. Right. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I tell my sister, our sister, Tracy, and I'm like, Trey, I did the guided meditation. And she was like, oh, yeah. And I tell her what I saw. And Tracy said, because Tracy's only 17 months younger than right. me. We were like Irish twins. Mm -hmm. And she has a memory for the kooky. And she said, um, well, Don, that was your... Um, that was your imaginary friend when you were a little kid and i was like yeah you sound like the lady in the <laughs> class it was like oh you tried i'm like i'm not buying that like and what, wait wait oh okay so all right fast forward a few years when our aunt dies mm. aunt catherine passes away oh i remember this yeah. and I then this we the take car. down we take down the box of little kid drawings that all of us cousins made that Nana kept. And I have this, there's a drawing. And Tracy was like, told you. And I don't remember this at all. That my uh, drawing is a little teeny tiny stick figure as me. And then next to me is this gigantic oh Indian with the feather. I had, I he had like the headband. That. That's so crazy. Yeah. That's and, real. And Tracy was just like, yeah, yeah. done. Yeah. There you yeah. go. And that was one of the like, huh. Now there's all kinds of arguments. You know, the healthy skeptic can say, um, the healthy skeptic can say, oh, well, that's just your subconscious, whatever. Anywho. So imaginary spirit guide friends, um, certainly could be real i i i expected you to say like <laughs> like mine was my seventh Snuffle grade up. art teacher <laughs> but <laughs> you had a vibration i did as my, your as yeah. your charismatic adult i remember as I wait how do you know the vibration was an adult uh because it was a because that's what i related to it's all what i related to i was really alone a lot after between the ages of uh, i would say 17 till i had to move back with mom and dad because I, I had i was having sophie mm -hmm. and i had to move back um what happened was i connected with my spirit guide who i connect as gabriel and all of my intuition came from me feeling the direction if i didn't know what to do i would meditate and i would get the answer and when i did it it was the right one. It was the right choice. It ended up working out. And I've always had, uh, when I was able to connect to, for me, it was really real. And that's how I met my husband. That's how I met Henry. And Henry was my charismatic adult. At the time I met him, I was not in a good place. Mm -hmm. I was in a destructive, uh, I was very sad, depressed. I went through major depression, post-traumatic stress. Um, I didn't feel valued. I had low self-esteem. I was 300 and something pounds. Um, and all it took w him to do was just love me no matter what. And we've been married nine years together, 10. And I can't tell you every time I feel that I don't feel an ounce of what I felt. I feel like a million bucks. Mm -hmm. And the journey has been great. I think that people come in and out of your life for the moments you need them. Mm -hmm. That charismatic adult. And sometimes... Uh, it surprises you the one person you need in your life at the moment and then yeah. they leave. Yeah. It's funny. It's I'm best. going through that kind of change right now is that, um, I recently had my 30th high school reunion and it's wonderful to have people in your life. I still have my friend from kindergarten who were still as close and you will have some of those people forever for they're on the same path with mm -hmm. you they're on your life path or whatever but there are so many dynamic interesting people who do come in but sometimes they just can't last in your life i love that point i have to tell you something that happened i had to move and i was i had the kids and i and and you were living in another state and um i didn't have anybody around me and i had to move out of this apartment and Donovan was Donovan was uh, institutionalized and we'll get into a story about this. My son uh, uh, was institutionalized and we'll talk about that. And uh, it was like an emergency. I had to leave. And out of nowhere, and I hope she listens to this, this girl named Nicole, who I was friends in high school. I hadn't talked to her in like 10, 15 years. Out of nowhere, um, Facebooks me. And I and she goes, how are you? I said, I am so 
upset. I don't know what to do. There's nobody here. I have to move out. She had, uh, she has a special needs son herself, severely autistic. She had two other children, packed up her suburban, drove an hour, helped me move with her children, with her own needs, packed me up, put into storage, stayed overnight, and she saved the day. She was an angel. And then she left. And then I haven't seen her. I see her a couple times. But she was there. And when that happens, it's like people are, uh, they show up. They arrive. Mm-hmm. That, to me, that's a miracle. Right. To me, that's like like somebody you yeah. have, like when you're going through your real breakdown and somebody knows you and out of 20 years, this person who knows you, you know, even though you don't talk to them, gets you through a rough spot. It's like, oh, my God. That's a, yeah. to me, that's yeah. a miracle. Yeah. That to me, she was my charismatic adult for that 48 hours when I was in Christ. She was an angel as mm-hmm. far as I was concerned. Mm-hmm. I have those experiences all the time, all yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. I think it's amazing. Yeah, I have, um, I kind of have th- the other side of that coin happening, which is um, I enjoy people so much so that I often overlook their shortcomings as friends. Mm. And so, um, you know, I'm a strong believer in that, you know, Oprah, Maya Angelou, I don't know what beautiful woman said it, but, you know, when people show you who they are, you need to believe them the first time. And just like you have miracle people, I mean, we all have miracle people step right. in at sometimes. You also need to um, see the people who um, are no longer giving you positive energy or whatever it is there's no they're not adding to the quality of your life any longer and you need to change that and you need to make that change and that's tough that is tough to recognize that kind of change it's like leaving a job right yeah it's like absolutely you know it's comfortable you know uh getting you know make it you know we're in our middle age making new friends is sometimes it's exhausting i even though i just made a really great friend last night new person last night which is for at our age, it's like exciting. When you're younger, it's like that's what you do. Like right. that's what your job is: is to meet people when you're young. And, um, uh, but then when you have people in your life that's just been there, they're like dead weight. You have to change that, and that is sometimes tough to do. And like I was saying, like leaving a job, you're in the job. It's comfortable. It's familiar. It's yeah, you know, we fear the unknown. So when you, we don't know what's on the other side, we'll just stay in this, you know, dysfunction that it is. I think I don't want to interrupt. Well, I'm no. gonna, I do want to interrupt, but I don't want to interrupt. But the bottom line is trust. Yeah. I think we lack trust. when Trust we ourselves. Ourselves, but trust that things will work out. Oh, trust That's a whole general. other conversation. Yes. You have to trust because I think we don't, people tend to not make decisions because they don't trust it's going to be okay. Yeah. It's you yeah. have to trust and trusting is the key. And that's where you have to do your self reflection. Yeah. That's why you have to make your list and right. you have to decide. You know, you have to trust that everything is going to be okay. And that's where faith comes from. And faith doesn't have to be from God. Have faith in yourself. Yeah, right. Believe in yourself. Yeah. yeah. And therefore believe in the universe. Therefore, if you yeah. think whatever your God is. Yeah. God is universe. Whatever God your, is love. Whatever, whatever your well is. Whatever, whatever your well is. is. I don't care what it is. Water, yeah. I don't care if it's a tree. I don't care if it's a rock. I don't care what it is. Just have faith yeah. that it's going to be okay because that's how you make pro- that's how you progress. Yeah. We can't stay the same. No. Or sometimes you need to have faith in who you are and not change for other people. For example, um, I love the story about how you changed your job recently, that you actually left a job because you didn't want to change. Oh, this is my favorite story. I was working at a place that I loved. I loved my job. I loved what I did. I don't want to be specific <laughs> about where, but people know who they are. And I was there for about two years, three years, and I had to work in an office with other people. And I got called. I, I'm one of those people that don't like to get in trouble. So I'm always 110% in my job. And uh, I got called down to the principal's office. It wasn't the principal. I got called down to my supervisor's um, job and she sat me down. 
And I thought I was I like my heart was in my throat, even though I'm really good at self-regulating. And I'm like, what is this about? Did, did I do something wrong? And she said, Kathy, um, we seem to have a situation that um, we've gotten some complaints in your office space that you're too happy. <laughs> I said, what the fuck? And I said that. What the fuck? Are you serious? And to my supervisor. And she was like, well, not everybody knows how, you know, some people need to adjust when they come in. I'm like, so what you're saying to me is because I come in and say, good morning, everybody. You want me to not do that? I said, I gave her, I said, fuck this. This is my 30 days. Good luck. And I walked out the door. Now that is um, impulsive, <laughs> but it's a it's a somebody wanted you to change, to adapt to uh, other people, other people making them comfortable. I was I I and said it in a short amount of time. Then don't uh, now please understand. I sat there in awe for a good five minutes. Yeah, it wasn't this, like this is really happening. This is yeah. I was like, yeah. are you? I kept saying. Yeah. Are you for I get, like in my yeah. head how I process was like are you kidding really is this really happening yeah you want me to change everything I've been working hard to do because it takes such a hard job to be content in your life right you ha- yeah, yeah and yeah. to tell me to take it down and be mis- so I should just give yeah in your job coffee, to be clear pour coffee on people you want me to pour coffee on people yeah and right tell like, them to go fucking well to I'm be really clear, not sh- your job is. Like my job, I work at a performing arts center, right? And so my biggest challenge is <laughs> to make sure is to make sure that people <laughs> like their seat for the concert. No, but but your job, you're dealing with families in crisis. You're dealing with you're dealing with foster children, <laughs> taking people taking children away from people. Like that's that my job you, is to teach people how to make themselves happy right and my supervisor right. says right you really can't be happy right you're happy. helping you're helping parents learn how to parent and part <laughs> of being a good parent is being a good human and being a good human is about being happy and understanding who you are in this crazy chaotic world and when you have to when you're not in in the soup, as they say, yeah. you are trying to make the best of your day, and by saying good morning and <laughs> well, <laughs> my jokes and being, I, like, I do have jokes. I am a clown. You are, but yeah. this is the you issue. did graduate from the Muppets I Institute, did. right? We yeah, know this. Fozzie is in me. Fozzie, yeah. Uh, this is the point. My happiness made other people uncomfortable. Right. That's the bottom line. You cannot change in that regard. I can't. But you can change your environment sayonara i said i can't I, I will not compromise my happiness for anyone now it's interesting that for someone who is um a teacher someone who is a minister right you didn't try to i don't know reform see them you know change their perspective of you so what's the difference of like saying instead of saying like don't you see i i'm just trying to bring a little you know, cheeriness into someone's every day. Like what yeah. is wrong with that? Just because you're making somebody else uncomfortable. I I will never compromise my happiness for anyone. Yeah, of course. I ha- It took me a long time. I right. was not, there were many, I'm a very happy, I was born happy. You know, like yeah. whoever knows me better is Donna. And even as a kid, no matter what we went through, I was the one that you know mediated the family made jokes when it was awkward i just have that personality Mm -hmm. and then to go through a long period of my life um you know i'm 43 to go through in my 20s and early 30s the trauma that i had and to be so unhappy and and have post-traumatic stress and and deal with like crisis all the time to work so hard and to have somebody (laughs) take that away from me (laughs) it was an impulse yeah. It, wasn't, it was like right. it was like me, you know, winning a, the lottery and somebody stealing my ticket. Yeah, that was that was the equal value I had was I had a winning ticket and somebody yeah. took it away. And I was like, <laughs> oh, no. Now, I just have to say that 
I would be the person completely annoyed by the fucking happy person around <laughs> me all the time <laughs> where you're fuzzy bear. I'm definitely Severus Snape. <laughs> so, however, I wouldn't complain and want you to change. I would just say, just get out of can my you, I would can say, you can be you happy someplace else. To- yeah. And I would be cool with that. Take I'd be your like, happy. Oh, I'm going to go. Take your happy. I think I do that now. Like, <laughs> I don't want to tell you, like, you can be happy, just not in my space. I would have respected that so much more if I think that's what bothered me is that the people I was working with every single day having conversations with, if I ever made anybody feel uncomfortable, I'd want them to tell me and people who know me, they know they can tell me the truth and I'm going to, I'm going to listen and I'm going to come up with solutions. So I was mad about, I felt, I felt deceited in that, deceit in that way that they couldn't, they couldn't confront me that they mm-hmm. had to go to my supervisor yeah when i, see I don't them know every why day, you coffee. didn't i don't know why to this day every day i would send them a postcard i hope you're having a great oh, day guess what i did i went back to the <laughs> office and i was singing i'd know, send donuts <laughs> so happy i was like i just quit my job yeah and they were like what i was like yeah i'm really happy <laughs> i'd send them singing tell i am your singing telegram <laughs> Happy, happy, joy, joy, happy, happy, joy, joy, happy, happy, joy, joy. You know, Ren and Stimpy. So I think that, <laughs> I think that that's a great lesson. I, you know, from, from that aspect is that I will not change who I am for what I've worked so hard for, but I will change the, the negative habits I have, negative patterns that I have, things that don't bring me to my divine path. And I have worked very hard to do that. And I want to qualify that. You might say divine path, but I, also, I say quality of life. I same, say the same. same. High same. five. Love Done. it. Done. The sisters are available for individual readings. Check out the Facebook page for pricing. Speaking of Facebook, have you liked the Omnivoyant page yet? We are looking forward to their launch and being part of that project just in time for the Equinox. So many things to bring to the table. Sometimes when people talk about change, stop laughing. My God, Fuzzy Bear, put him <laughs> back in, put him back. Okay, put him in your pocket. Okay. So I think one of the things that's overlooked about change is um, the idea of perspective. Sometimes change is not an actual physical change. It's not uh, sometimes getting to the path of better health, which is a balance of mind, body, and spirit, doesn't necessarily mean that you have to change your environment or change the people around you. Instead, you can change your expectations, change your perspective, right? Yes. So um, sometimes... Uh, change can happen simply internally by just thinking about it differently. Years ago, I had very high expectations for people that I worked with. Once going back to, you know, believing people when they show you who they are, you believe them and you realize they, <laughs> what's so funny, Fuzzy nothing Bear? Is, nothing is funny. Go ahead. What's funny? Nothing is funny. I just... I just had a thought. I, I can't punch you in the face. <laughs> Don't I swear do to that. God. Don't do that. Go ahead. Go. So. You're making a good point. Oh, am I making a good I point or p- am I making a funny point? Am I a clown to you? <laughs> I'm going to put this pen in your neck. Go. <laughs> it's about changing. We were talking. I was talking about changing perspectives, uh, lowering expectations, um, not lowering expectations uh, to uh, that um, suppresses anything in myself, but just realizing and accepting that you have to meet people where they are. I love that. I love that statement. If you can get anything in your life, meeting people where they're at is a stress reliever. Yeah. Just sometimes, um, uh, change can happen in a relationship by just simply making a change in how you are thinking about, uh, a certain situation. Um, Perception is the key. Perception. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's important. So that's an internal, um, that's an internal change that you could make. And there's environment. We talked about that. You left your job, right? Yes. We talked about uh, getting people in or out of our lives and recognizing who they are in the moment. Moving your furniture. 
Can I tell you sometimes just moving the oh, furniture yeah. and so cleaning up your space, making a change, you know, in habit and a small habit can mm-hmm. change a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Changing your daily routine. That's a huge one. Mm-hmm. I don't have a routine. I don't I never lived in a routine. I don't like routine. I'm so routine. We're so different. Yeah. I find a lot of uh, comfort, not comfort. I find uh, even solace in my routine when I don't wake up early. And I mean, uh, I know when I have to leave the house, I know it takes me X amount of time to get dressed. I need additional time to do some yin yoga, to do some meditation or to put some of my witchy witchcraft stuff in place, knowing that when I come home, there's my boyfriend's awake, he's around the house, he's, his energy is not necessarily part of my, you know, routine, my spiritual routine, my mental routine. So I need that solitary time in the morning. And when that, for me, doesn't happen like we're on vacation or we're in a hotel room like I definitely feel out of whack really I'm so Mm -hmm. opposite I am not a creature of habit I don't like it I don't like knowing what's going to happen I love uh to feel like something different's going to happen I like that I wake up and every day is going to be some kind of different day it's a different I live in the moment so every moment is a mind is a little change it's something different I've always lived like that I've always lived on the edge of something exciting happening are you suggesting that i don't have exciting things happening I in my life i didn't say that you didn't have exciting things I, you were very because exciting. i have first a, of all something you are very exciting first of all <laughs> you're very exciting you are very exciting you're the most exciting person i'm just saying for me that i really embrace that that every moment's different i live for that but on the other hand if everything has a place and everything's in its place, then you are able to really receive those spontaneous moments so much better knowing that the rest of your life is taken care of. I'm not saying like I'm going to leave my house and I'm going to just get different things. <laughs> I'm not I'm not packing up and leaving. I'm saying that every day I like to have something different happen. I like to have different experiences all the time. I don't I like to know that something different waking up doing the same thing. What happens is I get bored very quickly. Mm. And I've always been like that since mm. I can remember. I always was like I'm that. so routine. I, I was uh, recently, I caught myself being a complete bore in a conversation <laughs> <laughs> when I said, I said, oh, I just started reading fiction for the first time. Because I, you know, for the longest time I read nonfiction mm-hmm. because I, life is just too interesting. But with current <laughs> events, I just can't, I'm, I can't pay attention. And I just thought like, oh, I'm making a big change in my life. <laughs> reading fiction (laughs) i read fiction (laughs) that's me that's a big change for me even though i really i i consider myself pretty brave i can speak my mind you are very brave i do um i some people you know some people aren't comfortable i am confrontational i will call people out on their shit i love that about you um but uh and I, I always say that I like change and I, I do like change. Like it, uh, at my job, when people have suggestions, I'm always open. I definitely don't think that I have the best way of doing things. I always think that there's a better way of doing everything. And I'm always trying to find what's that better way. And it's not necessarily going to come from me. So you have to be open to it. So some, every once in a while, fresh eyes or a fresh idea, you have to think like, yeah, what's the harm in trying that? I think for me, it's that I don't have fear. I I don't live in fear uh, of change. (laughs) Your mouth opened up like you are bullshit right now. I felt it from across the table. Because my favorite thing to do is to scare you. I know. I don't. I'm afraid of clowns. I'm afraid of lobster. (laughs) You're afraid of dark. Thunder thunder, lightning. (laughs) But I am not afraid of quitting my job and not having another one. Isn't it? It is weird. Actually, this is so reflective right now. That is really an interesting thing because you know what it is? I have such a trust in my spirit and I trust. I know I hate to go deep in that. I have such a trust to know that I am always going to land on my feet. Yeah. That I just, I think that's so fantastic. But I don't trust you in the basement <laughs> <laughs> about to scare me. And that's my truth. My favorite, 
my second favorite. I won't even talk about my favorite time I scared you. But one of my favorite things that I ever did was I told Sophie to hide in the closet by the bathroom. And she crouched in there for probably 20 minutes because I told her exactly when to jump out at you. And that was the best scream ever. And involving your children and scaring you was was really the best. I'm so glad I'm here for your amusement. I always, I, you know, if I can make you pee <laughs> by <laughs> laughing or scaring when you. When we were little, it's a good airplane, day. I peed on you. It's a good day. <laughs> you completely peed on me. <laughs> peed down my legs. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like seven. I was like seven, but we loved to play airplane. I know. And you were laughing. <laughs> I was making you laugh. I just I laughed. With my I don't, you know what? You know those commercials about you, you laugh, like, you know, people that laugh for out of nowhere and then they cry. I thought I had that. <laughs> what commercial? Are you What? You mean like a, like a pharmaceutical commercial? Yeah, it was like a commercial. Do you like suffer from you <laughs> <know>? <laughs> laughing than crying? <laughs> yeah, that like laughing like out of place are you sure you weren't like watching the simpsons no or no something? i know what i'm talking about i'm going to show it to you it's with okay. danny glover and he's like do you suffer from peace something where you just laugh for no reason and then just cry at inappropriate times i'm like i don't cry but i do laugh i thought there was something yeah, there you there is a brain laugh thing. at inappropriate times i don't laugh at inappropriate times i laugh when things are funny i laugh when they're funny <laughs> There have been plenty of times when we're staring at you like, <laughs> shut up. Poor Sophie doesn't have a microphone, but I do recall <laughs> a choral event at this poor girl's <laughs> elementary school. I don't know what I was laughing. Something made me laugh. Something like, made you I laugh. I couldn't stop. And they were singing a very solemn <laughs> song. No, they were singing Rudolph the Red-Nosed oh. <laughs> Reindeer. And they came out and they did this really crazy dance and it just tickled me and dad kept saying stop it she's <laughs> watching i'm like Should, and i all stop. the kids the on shoulders, stage were watching the you. shoulders were going up you know when and you I, shake and you weren't you wearing a turtleneck and you put it up <laughs> over your face <laughs> like sophie's like Aww. oh poor sophie's poor having ptsd oh my god i was such a bad mom I don't remember what we were talking about. Oh, oh I know. Oh God, you, I were, have, you were saying that you have no fear and uh, I'm just challenging yes. you. I have no, I do. <laughs> when it comes to major life decisions, <laughs> I'm like, yay. When it comes to walking around in the dark, I'm like, no. <laughs> so again, it's all about perspective of what you think it's, is scary. It's all about perspective. And what's You scary? know, this comes into, um, one of the things we always seem to say when we do free advice for a dollar is that, um, a regular thing when people come with their like you know quagmire they're like i don't know if i should we always say will it matter in five years and uh you know like you said about walking the walk i i recently since we've been doing free advice for a dollar sometimes at the workplace or even like I don't know, random strangers, and you feel like you want to go to battle over something, really spend a lot of energy. Yeah. Mostly like, we'll call it negative energy because it's, you know, it's anger, it's um, spite, it's, I don't know, but it's not, right. it doesn't make you a better person right. necessarily. And you really, I have to stop and think, and some people count to 10, but I just think, is it going to matter in five years? And sometimes the answer is, fuck yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, rolling up the sleeves, strap it in, pal, because it's uh, it's yeah. on like Donkey yeah. Kong. But sometimes it's just not worth it in five years, right? I, I feel like as I've been changing, <laughs> as that's our topic, uh, as I'm changing and maturing, because uh, I feel like I'm maturing, uh, the way I think sometimes we're is maturing because we're middle-aged women <laughs> in perimenopause. And that might be the laughing and crying that's a, thing. That's a, no, I, I've, I've had menopause since I was four, though. <laughs> um, I think that it the the change happens. I forgot my thought. I totally forgot oh. my thought. It was so good. Oh. That Speaking of menopause, Wasn't this that is good. crazy. This is not a good change. Oh, <laughs> as we're maturing, see, I got myself back. As we mature, and my thoughts are changing, I feel that... Um, I, I totally forgot what my... I, I thought I was back on the grid. And then I ah. lost it again. Oh. This I have been doing this all the time. I like have the thought and then I miss it. Any, 
so we're talking about can you help me out you're just I'm, just I'm just waiting for you to laugh till you pee no i'm just trying I'm to complete my that. day i'm okay so um as you mature as i mature you're changing your thoughts yes what does that mean i change my thoughts like you used to think that um uh oh okay okay i got it as i've matured i've become such a better listener i thought you were gonna say bitch <laughs> <laughs> I did. Guess what? You've become a better I, listener. I've become. <laughs> that did not sound like bitch. <laughs> I've become a better. <laughs> so you've become a better, a better bitch. A better That's bitch. what you've become a better listener. I've, I've become, become a better <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I've become a better listener. I listen without attaching myself to it because yeah. either I just don't care. I don't, you know, <laughs> yeah. like there's a certain I think kind you're of, turning into me. <laughs> I, I, all, all of a sudden, I just don't, it's not that I don't care about the person. Yeah. I just, it, it's important to you and I'm going to let you have it. That's what I think. Oh, I see. I'm going to say, yeah. you know, I really, in my head, I, I don't care. Yeah, actually, but, um, now that you say that in all seriousness, you are very good about that in that, uh, I mean, uh, to be extremely personal on our second podcast, when we had our estrangement, for uh that time when we first got back together you you listened you heard what i said yes yes i don't think that you necessarily sunk in the things that i really wanted you to hear but you heard it and that was good enough for then right we shelved it but now i think that um when you you do give things so you're like okay I'm going to give that to you. Right. And, and you give it credence when you do that. Oh, thank you for So that is that. a strength because um, <laughs> like when people come up to us for free advice for a dollar, oh oftentimes you are very generous. I am very generous. And I just have no fucking patience for sometimes. Well, that's why I think it's a good balance. I, it is a good balance. Because yes. I do not like to confront people. I like people to just be themselves. Yeah. And, and you let them. You let them get to whatever conclusion they have. Takes a moment. And you, you give it to them because you do tend to listen and you listen generously. So I, I, I do think that you, you do give that to some, I, I, you give that to people. Well, thank I'm you. just trying not thank to you. talk about, um, I'm trying not to talk about what a better bitch I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, do I do want to tell do a story <laughs> about the guy. I have what to tell you, one of my favorite stories when we did free advice for a dollar and this guy was so confrontational. I was uncomfortable. You know, I don't like to confront strangers. Like I'm just not that way. I'm not, I'm strong in a lot of ways and there's things I still need to work on, mm -hmm. but I do not like to cause confrontation unless it's about my kids. I'm not going to do it. Mm -hmm. And this guy comes up and he was like, this is a stupid idea. What kind of advice can you give me? <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, oh, I, I, I'm, uh, th I do this and I'm trying to just, and you're looking at me like you're starting to get like, you need to stop talking to this guy. Yeah. And he had on this white blazer and he, he just looked like uh, somebody from Miami vice. Yeah. But it was dirty and wrinkled. Right. It yeah. was something about the way yeah. he looked and we would not judge people. Well, I do I, not judge yeah. people. By what everybody judges people i hate people who say they don't judge people of well, course I, you judge. I didn't i but was just i was in the moment in you the weren't moment, thinking that I this person is a bad outfit. person right i was thinking he's angry yeah he was and yeah. he was like you don't know what the fuck you're talking about and why should you, i why listen, should listen to, you? to you right yeah. and all of a sudden donna had her cape on <laughs> and went in front of me was like i'm gonna give you some advice don't wear those fucking socks with the sandals. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, yay. And he was like, oh, ooh, ooh. And everybody around him started laughing. Yes, yes. And I said, you know what? That had to happen. Yeah. <laughs> that had to happen. It was the best moment. I definitely. And he walked away. Yeah. So many of you high five for that. All right, thanks. <laughs> I definitely judge people. It, here, here, I'm going to end this segment. Ready? Here's, here's some advice <laughs> for change. This is a big one. Okay. If you wear socks with your <laughs> sandals, change that. Change it right now. People will like you for it. I will like you better for it. Okay. Well, my advice for change is this. <laughs> Take it slow. <laughs> Take it slow. It's on your time. Nobody can make you change. Yeah. Nobody's the boss of your change. You're on your own timeline. True. And I think that's all I have. Uh, okay. All right, let's take a break. Upcoming episodes, the sisters will be tackling boundaries, 
Send us your questions and don't forget to like the Facebook page so you will be the first to know when the sisters are in. What? Okay. We can name songs that have changes in them. Quick. Okay. It's a challenge. It's a challenge? Okay. Oh, me? Are you recording? Oh my gosh. Okay. Don't go changing. Oh, I'm not singing it. To try to please me. Uh, David Bowie's changes. To change, to change, to change, to change. Nobody it. wants to listen to this. Donna, are you saying? Because <laughs> I'm gonna say. Songs <laughs> 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 Let's see if I know the song. I don't know any songs that have change in it. I I know. Don't go changing. In excess, don't change. Don't. It's very funny. A lot of these songs. Let's talk about this for a minute, right? How many songs are there that you hear about change and they tell you not to change? I don't like that. I think that's love-related. Okay. okay I Let's <laughs> talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> it was as if she <laughs> smacked <laughs> us in the face. I <laughs> <laughs> we both looked at you like, what? all right, let's talk about that. Okay. Are you recording this? Should we start over? <laughs> okay, you can edit this. Okay. Um, so a lot a lot of songs, and Sophie points out, it's about love. And there are so many love songs that say, don't change. And I have a goddamn problem with that. Well, I think you just said it. I, I think that you, you do a disservice to yourself if you don't change and i have an ongoing i have an ongoing argument with my chris that he believes that people can change i don't believe people can change i think that people can change their behavior and people can change their mind but in the end when push comes to shove if you and i are in an elevator regardless of how enlightened i am regardless of how i might change my behavior i could change I could change my gender but I tell you what if somebody comes after us I'm going to be the one shanking a bitch not you that's in me mm. and that's yeah. my perspective I do, I do believe that, that the change of behavior I do believe people can change their behavior uh, absolutely I do think and that. you should change your mind and I so think you can I you know uh, we but I don't understand the love songs when people say don't change because people aren't comfortable when they want their partners to change. Right. And, and that's why I always tell people when people come to me and they're like, Kathy, I just want to find love. I want to find, you know, I just want to have a relationship. And I say, okay, be careful what you wish for. Right. But I always say, ask for a sharer, somebody who will grow with you, somebody who will right. accept your change and so they can change too. Right. And I think that is a great thing to think about. Right. It's like, you know, you want to, ch you want to grow. You know, I don't want to be, I don't want to be 17 years old again. Oh, I, I kind of do. I, I had the best flat stomach. You know what? I, I wouldn't change. It's okay. I wouldn't change that. I wouldn't change my life as far as I'd have no regrets. That's a change. I have no regrets. I think that you have to have the ability to grow and to grow means change. It's yeah. different. You're d changing something. Yeah. It's a different. You're way changing. Yeah. Make something different. Make something different. The Webster's. I just definition, cut my hair. Right. Yes. You the did Google's. cut your hair. And that's you know they say that about women that when something drastic happens in their lives, the first thing they do is they cut off their hair. I do that all the time. I shave my head. I'm always cutting my hair. Yeah. My own hair. Do you feel like you? What do you feel transformed when you change? Uh, I'm I, not that attached. I have. I well, what I believe in, not everybody believes it, is that my energy is in my hair. So if my hair is growing, you sound crazy. I guess what? I don't care. I don't care because it makes sense. You feel to like your energy is in your hair. No, like you hold energy in your hair. Like you, you know, I think you hold energy in every part I of your know, body. But, but I can't cut my arm off. But I can remove. Like I feel like, ugh, but when I cut, I feel so light. Isn't that what Katy Perry just went through? Is yes. That, is that what? Yeah, it's her like old energy, old is? self wanted to change herself. You know. Miley Cyrus does it. Why do you think, think they people scraped shake? off a layer of makeup? That would help too. I, I love Katy Perry. Don't dis really. Katy yes, oh, I'm not Team Katy Perry. Guess what? I am. <laughs> Leave her alone. She's had it rough. She's a good. Oh really? Yes. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. I like her. Moving on. 
anyway changes yes, changing um, songs about change yeah the like the love the, when uh, the lovers say I like don't the change. change and you know the other thing what about thing, the coin change I actually I'm, I'm I got having a change flashback. in my pocket going shangalangalang now you're complicating things um I I'm reminded of a conversation that I had many years ago with somebody that I worked with for a short time and she went through a breakup and I remember um he when I first met him he was a jerk and I remember thinking like why what there must be some redeeming quality sometimes you know first impressions aren't always the best ones and he didn't really come around a lot and and I remember when they broke up um, she was like, you know, he just he just changed. She was so mad that he changed. And then, oh, what you know, what changed? She's like, you know, he didn't want to have fun anymore. He just wanted to. He wanted to go back to school. Like he, she was naming these <laughs> like things that I thought were like, yeah, they were good. But <laughs> in reality, I realized I was seeing her for who she was. That you know, and she was young and she wanted what she met in the bar, right? right? The fun guy. The fun mm-hmm. drunk guy in the bar, the guy at Yankee Stadium who was, you know, hooting and hollering and yelling, asshole. She wanted that guy. She wanted him to be that all the time. And like you said, you want to look for people who will change with you. So after a few years, he's really he's realizing he can't be that guy in the bar right. anymore. And I remember in my head being like, good for that guy. But I was her friend and I couldn't say like good for that guy i would have said that i would said wow i said you're not seeing what great things yeah it was hard she was just so upset that you know she was on the trajectory the path of fun she was the fun girl she was a girl yeah you know you stay at the age of your trauma you stay at the age of your comfort you know oh my gosh that's a whole other that's a whole other topic but i have to say that's what usually happens you have to but i think in life you it's it's i think change is inevitable it's going to happen whether you do it yourself or the universe does it for you. Yeah, and I think it's totally okay for you to change. And whoever you're with at the moment, if they don't change with you, it's perfectly okay to not be with them anymore. Provided, I'm not saying there are kids involved. It's what if you are in a place where um, you're not hurting other people to break up a relationship, even a friendship, you know, it's sometimes it's totally okay to just acknowledge that your paths are changing they're not going to intersect anymore and uh having that person in your life for that time was perfect just for that time absolutely and it's it's hard for people they want to live we grew up unfortunately the happily happily ever after yeah fuck that yeah well i don't know i don't know because i believe in i believe that i believe in forever um, I don't because I'm a big person to change, but I, because of my system, but what I feel, I believe that people find each other through lifetimes. I, I do. Uh, yes. And I, but I, I don't think it's there for everyone. No, I don't think that. And sometimes I, don't think that. I am a big believer and this is not popular, but I often, when people, uh, lament the end of their relationship and they have a beautiful baby, I'm like, you were just to be together to make that beautiful kid. I believe that sometimes. I think if it's destructive, yes. But I think that, you know, with everything, it's got to feel right. You got to do things that feel right. When Trust when things don't feel right. So to to just conclude that, I just think that there's so many topics we can talk about with change in relationships, with family, with jobs. It's all relationship builds. It's a self-interpersonal relationship, how you feel about yourself, making change uh, for the better, making change and going with the flow and trust it's going to be okay. Trust. I think the bottom line is the, the, when we talk about tra- change, you have to talk about trust and it's trust in yourself, trust in yourself and whatever your system is, it's going to help you, but believe in yourself. Definitely. Our next podcast, we're going to talk about boundaries. Oh my God. I love this topic. <laughs> this time to- boundaries is the this best. This might topic. be more than an hour for sure. Um, you'll be able to go on our website www.thesistersareinduh no, no I'm not doing she it said, Donna's not, not doing on board. it it's too cheesy I can't stand that <laughs> I'm not so, doing it I'm gonna do it here you do it You here, here Sophie 
Sophie's our producer. the microphone. I'm not okay. doing it. All right, we have two more minutes. We got to do this. We okay, don't have go two more minutes, so we can have as many minutes as we want. Um, don't try to pressure me. I'm not. Right, I'm doing not it. You don't have to do it. I'm not. All just I'm saying, saying no. is that. Just say no. Do, uh, go to www. Stop saying www. It's ridiculous. The Everybody sister, knows the World Wide Web. The sisters are in. Yes. I ignored you. The sisters are in. Dot com. Yes. And go to our website. It's fabulous. And just write in your questions, your quagmires, your advice you'd like. Your scruple. Your scruple. If you just want to make a statement, you want us to read it, we might read it online. And it's going to be about boundaries. So right. if you have something about boundaries, we're going to want to read about it and we want to talk about it because that's going to bring something to the table. Until next time. Hmm.